can't wait for you guys to see the pictures I think they came out very well and I was actually productive this weekend with the exception of yesterday because I stayed in bed all day until five o'clock but then once I got up I started cleaning my house so cleaned up the house I'm washing my sheets now I went to the gym earlier I went to the grocery store I went to the mall I got my baby some food and after we get off of this I'm going to wash my hair and get ready for pose why are you washing your hair? Didn't you just get it done? That part. It's, it's dirty. Like, she just curled it. I need to, like, wash it. I just needed it to be cute for the pictures. But I need well, to I wash it. You, I thought you got it done, though, like, last week. Oh, no. It's itchy. So, I'm like, we got to take care of this. So, yeah. I'm going to pamper myself and pour a big old glass of wine and get ready for post. And I'm so super sad about it since this is the last season and it's abbreviated. Which okay. is some bullshit. Right. So. It's only seven episodes. I'm real perturbed. But what's going on with y'all? What are y'all up to? What, what y'all looking forward know, to? I had, a, I had a meltdown this morning or last night. Yes, you did. Y'all, my music, my music, my external drive faltered. And I have lost all of my music. Are you serious? Everything? Yeah. Like, like, did you, you can't recover it? Um, I'm going to find out tomorrow. I'm taking it to a computer store. Okay, I was about to say, did you back up? When's the last time you backed up your hard so you, drive? The way you don't, you don't drop necessarily back up a hard drive, you have another hard drive that you transfer all the music. Put your music on, okay. Yeah, and then the crazy thing is I had a second hard drive that I just hadn't opened up yesterday, you know, until yesterday. And, yep, it's spinning. Oh, God, X, I probably need you. Anyway. I was about to say, X could probably help you with that. It's doing a clicking sound. But anyway, so I had another external drive because, you know, my mentor DJ was like, you should have two at all times. And I had a second one, but it was my first one. And I didn't have enough. So I got a second one. I've been working off of this one. I bought a third one, but I had never transferred the music from the second one to the third one. I never backed it up on there. So... I'm up there last night backing up all of the podcast episodes on the external, the new external drive. And I started playing around on my second one, which is holds all my music. And uh, I was reminiscing and shit. And um, that thing just stopped. It just wouldn't find it anymore. I went to sleep at like one something just saying, okay, let me just figure this out. Mind y'all, I had to spend the day for a Delta event. So... I got through it. We we made it happen. You know, it was a good, great event. I called one of my other mentors up. He sent me some music real quick, and we made it happen. And um, it was fly. But I'm still hurting because that music I had so much. So anyway, we'll find out tomorrow. Um, X, I talked to you off offline because I, I I heard about the freezer thing. I put it in the freezer, but then my mentor told me that he was like, oh, it says it don't work. 
He said freezer and pray. Yeah, I need to do something. But yeah, that's what's going on with me. So I had a, I had a little attitude about everything else. But anyway, how you doing, L? I am doing okay. I'm kind of excited. Today was a good day. Like church was great. Let's see what else. I went to brunch with a soror. And then ironically enough, so y'all know I get distracted easily. So I was on my way to the car after brunch and I walked past this distillery and I was like, oh, this is cute. And I saw people sitting outside and I was like, it's really nice today. I don't know if I want to go back home and like clean up like I probably should. So I like went inside, tasted some rum, ended up buying a bottle and a to-go drink. And then I was like, why don't I just like sit down for a second and drink this drink before I go home? And then ironically enough, a friend of mine who I was, she and I had been talking about trying to meet up this week, ended up walking past the distillery outside. And not only walking past it, she was actually supposed to be there on a date, like a first date. So her date didn't show up. Yes, KB? You know what? You know, this body positivity thing had gone to another level. I hate you. It's just not right. I don't want to say that yet. Go ahead. Finish with your story. First of all, listen, if y'all can see KB, this hoe got her window cracked and is peeking over the top of her window. I can't stand her. Cannot. In any event, my friend was there because she was supposed to meet up with a guy. It was supposed to be like their first date. So in any event, the dude ended up being a no-show. Right. Then we then we talk about this like episodes where guys like either ghosted you or stuck you with the check like what is really going on and I know that the weather is starting to get nice so I'm expecting the the fuckery to be on 10 since everybody's been stuck in the house but that's just trifling how hard is it to pick up the phone and just say something popped up or exactly exactly and she like reached out to him to you know say like are you coming like what's up so in any event it actually worked out beautifully for us because she and I were actually able to like sit down and talk and catch up and have drinks and she actually we actually noticed our server was like a little cutie so she kind of stayed behind and talked to him and then she texted me as I was leaving was like oh I'm coming back to talk to the server I was like get it girl I'm a fan is that his second job or is that his main job so girl KB don't do it first of all this negro is making like 30 something dollars an hour and he's also trying to run the distillery so that's a win in my book KB first of all let me tell you something with your stink ass face everybody can't be a doctor and everybody can't make three hundred thousand dollars a year okay I don't make three hundred thousand a year that's beside the point. Okay, two fifty. I I'm not there yet either. But still, or <laughs> the shade, the shade of it all. Come on, X. X, I thought you was on. See, you Come know, on, X. X, we had already had a conversation about your behavior here lately. <laughs> that we need to bring that back up again. Come here, you been Ooh. down like four flat tires since day one. Okay. <laughs> In any event, what I'm saying, look, she's not necessarily dissing, she's not necessarily oh, no. looking to get Y'all. married. Yeah, they brought me some food to hold me home. <laughs> you got some sustenance now. You good? I can't eat this shit. Oh, oh my God. God. Uh, listen, 
They they got they got what's them called? No, what's them called? We used to have them online. I can't eat this no more because I'm scarred from being online. What a Nutrigrain bar? I can't eat them no more. <laughs> we ate them too much online. What no, hey, a Nutrigrain bar? A dry ass sandwich. Thank you. Yeah. Half a plate of spaghetti. A cold spaghetti at that. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> what, is, what is it? A Nutrigrain bar. Girl, I tear Nutrigrain bars up to this day. I like the apple cinnamon. Those are good. I like the strawberry. So in any event, while KB is doing that, basically all the thing, all the thing is, and what I told my friend, I was like, listen, I she's well, we are trying to get married, but that's beside the point. I was like, enjoy yourself, girl. We've been in the house for a year. We can have a hot girl spring and a hot girl summer. So it was great. I just want this weather to act right. I, you know, we in that crazy part of the spring where it's like, is it warm? Is it cold? Like, I just had to turn my air conditioner back on. But yesterday I had to turn on my heater because the temperature dipped. So, yeah, girl, it was cold up here. Um, And then also, I don't know if y'all got this in D.C., but the wind was like super crazy. Um, That was Friday. It was ridiculous. It knocked my table out. Absolutely. And the tree in front of my house got knocked down. So I need my HOA to come um, to come clean that up. Please and thank you. Yeah, that's the problem. No, the wind here was crazy on Friday. And it knocked our cable out for a couple of minutes. And it actually knocked out my internet. So like I was like, I had like stuff I need to send out for work that didn't happen. Shoot. And speaking of, I got to work after we finished this recording. So there's that. In any event, this is what's going on in the world. And speaking of DC, did you all see, what, well, of course you all saw because we talked about it, how the House actually passed the bill to for DC to become a state. And who laughed? Was that you? No, I was about to say the House passed it, but is the Senate going to pass it? Well, that's the... That's not the end of the story, right? No, it's not the end of the story. I had more. Okay. So, <laughs> Thank you, KB. Thank you, This is the anniversary show. She showed out already. Go. Exactly. Yes, we're waiting to see what the, what the Senate is going to do and what the Senate is going to say. But we actually put a poll on our Instagram page to find out what our listeners thought. And actually, the majority of you, actually 88%, believe that D.C. should become a state. So, KB and Shug, what do you all think? I mean, I'm thinking kind of superficially, like, how's the flag going to look now? Like, what is that going to look like? Yeah, <laughs> I feel like they should just figure out a way to allow y'all to have representation and to vote. Like, it doesn't have to necessarily become a statehood. Because now we got to teach the kids another state. You do got to teach the kids another state. And like, That's what you're about, teaching the kids another state. Stars is on there. Now we're going to have an extra star. What a star going to say that? Listen, I done got me some peanut butter crackers so I could actually live. Oh my God. Lord. So I, I like that X. I mean, that's an option too. I think it just needs to be a representation situation. So the issue with DC, and a lot of people have, have talked about this too, as far as like how the land is going to be split up. So basically the land where like the Supreme Court is, where the Senate is, like basically Capitol Hill. And that whole area will still remain federal property, like the National Mall, all of that will still remain like DC as we know it. 
However, the rest of the city, like the residential, uh, the residential space, like where I am, like upper Northwest, like Southeast, like all that will become like the actual state, which will have like a governor and, you know, will like our representatives will have a vote in Congress. So yeah, and also if I'm not mistaken, I believe the population of DC is larger than like two other states, like definitely Rhode Island and I think New Hampshire, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so, the question, isn't DC only like 10 miles 10 across miles. in any any given direction? So yeah, 10 square miles. And it's <laughs> except for that area south of the river because that used to be virginia well that used to be part of dc like the area around like roslyn alexandria arlington but when virginia was uh in danger of going bankrupt in the 1800s they took their portion back so that's why when you look at a map of dc it's not even on all four sides but initially it was set up to be 10 square miles but we might end up with 52 because I'm hearing Puerto Rico might be considered up next. So, I mean, how, how much we going to do? Yeah, I, I think it needs to be an even number. I think it would be stupid to have 51 states. So I think if they give it to D.C., then Puerto Rico, let's go ahead and and give it to them as well. Why? So Because how is the flag going to look? She's she being selfish right now. I'm so right. I mean, if y'all, if y'all got representation, what about our people down in Puerto Rico? So, so one main issue and one main difference is that the residents of the District of Columbia pay, pay federal taxes. The people that live in Puerto Rico do not. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm. I told y'all the last episode, I don't care because I live in Philadelphia. Lord. Of course you don't care. I live in real it's state. interesting. It's going to be interesting to see how this plays out in the end. I mean, honestly, I definitely have mixed feelings about it. Um, I personally think that there is, I feel like there should be a way for either two, one of two things to happen. I think one, if we as residents of the District of Columbia pay federal taxes, then our representatives and our senators should get a vote or we're charging us federal taxes. The GOP is not letting this happen because they're scared they're going to lose too much control because they already know y'all about to be a Democratic state. Right. But also, my thing is, is that... You know they dirty. Well, of course. So my other thing is also is that if they don't, you know, if they don't allow our residents to vote, or our representatives to vote, then they need to make us stop paying federal taxes. But of course, I know that shit's not going to happen either. I agree with you. I, mean, I agree with that. Yeah. I agree. I, That's what I said. It needs to be a representative. Y'all going to get taxed and y'all need to have the same things that are, you know, the same liberties. And Puerto Rico ain't getting taxed and shit. They need to start taxing y'all. Exactly. But well, and also, in, exactly. And the difference is that Puerto Rico is a territory. D.C. is not. What is D.C.? is just a city. We're just a city. Yeah, it's a district. Yeah. There ain't no city. It's a district name. It's the same fucking difference. <laughs> it's not a different but it's not a, my point is is that it's not a territory so that's also why how dc is different from puerto rico i think you think you're better than puerto rico it's not a matter of being better it's a matter of being different well listen if dc do become a state will this be the blackest state in the country because absolutely well there now there's a lot of others there now it is like dc is not chocolate city anymore it's more like mocha 
city. Would that be the most mocha state in the country then? We'll right. go with that. Like rather than like the black population being like 85, 95% like it was in the 70s and 80s, it's more like 50 something percent. So gentrification is real in the District of Columbia. So speaking of things that I did not think were going to be possible, Derek Chauvin Ooh. was found guilty on all three charges. That mofo been found guilty. Yep. I'm very excited because I honestly did not think it was going to happen. And isn't that a shame where we live in a fucking country where a man's murder is on film and we are still afraid that his murderer is not going to be found guilty? No, I mean, that's the real of it. I think we learned that lesson with Rodney King. Like, they got that whole beating on tape, and those cops still got off. So, I mean, I just think that Black America was bracing themselves for a repeat of that. So, I'm happy that he was found guilty, but I also feel like it could have gone another way had the young guy not been killed by the cop like the week before the verdict came out. So, I think that also caused tensions to rise again in Minneapolis and it was just like okay we have to give him something we can't just let him walk because otherwise Minneapolis was going to turn into Watts in Los Angeles like back in 92. Right but the thing but my thing is is that did they find him guilty because they really felt he was guilty or did they do it because they were afraid riots were going to happen because to me I did not think that they were going to find him guilty on all three charges, but they did. I didn't either. Right. So to me, that says something. That's that's worthy. But right. And as X said, like my thing is, you know, I'm just waiting to see how long he's going to be sentenced. And uh, surprisingly enough, the attorney general said that he should get the harshest sentence. Because for someone who meets his, I guess, criteria, like a first-time offender, like typically the sentencing is only like 25% of the maximum. But I think people are saying, you know, that he needs to have a harsher sentence. And I do too, because I feel like- He, he killed that man. He right, murdered he, that man. Right. He not only killed him and murdered him, but also he's supposed to be a, he, he was a, what is he? He's- um. He's a police officer and he's held to a higher standard than like Joe Schmo on the street, right? Uh, unfortunately, that's not true. I feel well, like, should be. right, should be is the could've, key word. Coulda, coulda, woulda. Yeah, should be is the key word. But the reason why all of these cases cause such emotion is because, you know, you are a public servant. And you are clearly not serving the entire public. Like white people definitely get treated differently in cases versus minorities. So, I mean, that's, that's the whole thing. And the thing is, is who's policing the police? Exactly. Because the, these guys are able to run them up. They're able to sweep things under the rug. They're, it's, a, it's a boys club, basically. So it's kind of like if you don't fit into that criteria and then um, it's so like if we go back into the history of it, because I keep thinking about how Compton used to be a white city. And the reason why the Bloods and the Crips came about is because they were actually kind of like neighborhood watch. 
for black people when they started to move into the city and then eventually it morphed into something else. And now that's how we have these gangs out on the West Coast. But it was really to protect the black people in the neighborhood who were moving into these cities. And then, of course, you have white flight. And then, you know, once that happens, the white people that can't afford to move leaves and then you're left with all of this stuff and all of these issues that aren't addressed. So I feel like cops really are the KKK with badges. I won't say all cops, but a lot of them are because they're able to get away with being racist and beating up on black people and other minorities and there's no repercussions for it. Well, you, I think that goes back though to how the police department kind of started and you think about slave patrols. So Mm-hmm. That was another way for them to infiltrate. And I just finished watching on CNN um, the people versus the Klan, and mm. that was really a good special when it comes to talking about those kind of pieces because they talked about how they were able to infiltrate the KKK when able to get into the police departments as another way of continuing mm. to have authority yep. for black people. Yep. You know? So. Hey, I think one of those things that we still got to talk about is how police are protected by this qualified immunity. Like this has to go. If we're going to continue to move in a great direction, that's why I'm saying, yes, this is great that he was convicted, but we will not see change until some of this other stuff that they are able to get away with and just say they was, they felt defeated or whatever they were scared or whatever they felt for their life. They just get to kill who they want to kill. And that's just, that's just what it is right now. Exactly. I mean, well, even when it comes to the young 16-year-old girl who just got shot in Ohio, the day that the verdict came out. So it's like the cop rolled up. Yes, she did have a knife. And and also, let me say this. People, I think it's really disgusting that I've been seeing all these posts on social media where people, and especially Black people, are defending the cop in this situation. Yes, the girl did have a knife. However, these girls came to her house ready to attack her. Mm -hmm. So if somebody is coming to jump you, obviously you're going to protect yourself the best way that you know how. So I feel like the point of being a police officer is you have to know how to de-escalate situations. So your knee-jerk reaction shouldn't be going for your gun. Like you guys have tasers, you guys have mace. So where is some of that thought process when, you know, things are heated and these are teenage girls like, okay, the girl might have gotten stabbed, but there was no reason to shoot this girl. I think, what was it? Four times in her chest? Yep. In the chest. So, I mean, and if you were going to shoot her, shoot her in the leg, shoot her in the arm. Like, why do you go for a kill shot? So apparently that's how they're trained. They're not trained to... Yeah, they're not trained to, like, shoot in the lungs. They're trained to shoot to kill. I think where I'm having a problem is that they're able to pick and choose when they're able to refrain from using deadly force. Right. I definitely agree with you, KB, because I'm like, you're like, your first, as a police officer, your first instinct should not be to pull your gun, right? Like, it should be, like, let me try to assess the situation, but even to, to Suge's point about, you know, the cop and shooting or whatever, I also blame the adults who were there because there were adults that were just standing around 
and not doing anything to de-escalate the situation. Like they were just there allowing things to happen. So, and this girl, Makia Bryant was 16 years old and she was in foster care. So the adults in her life who were there at the time failed her. The yep. police that were there failed her. And they like everybody was wrong in that situation. And even if Makia was wrong for not staying in the house after she called police. And that's the really fucked up part about the situation too, is that she is the one who actually call the called cops. police mm-hmm. because these girls were there to hurt her. That's right. the really fucked up part about this situation. And my thing is, and I've you know, even posted this on my Facebook page, I was like, even if she was wrong for going outside with the knife and for being outside instead of staying in the house because there wasn't a threat anymore, like, she still shouldn't have been, she shouldn't have paid for that with her life. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, she's a child. Exactly. She, she, shouldn't, have paid, she shouldn't have to pay with that with her life. Right. So. so I'm just, you know, it's just going to be interesting again to see what happens with the officers in this case with Makia Bryant. But I'm just like, I'm sad for her. I'm sad for her family. I'm sad for her friends because again, it's another senseless killing of a young black teenage girl by police officers and it didn't have to happen. Yeah. Happen. I know you all heard about this, like people in former, I don't even want to call, refer to him as president. But in 45's previous, in his camp, people are shaking in their boots because Rudy Giuliani had his New York apartment and office searched by the FBI. I thought that it was funny. Mm-hmm. I thought the search was funny. I mean, listen, they've been out here with the shits. So I, I don't really care. Okay. I'm just wondering if something will come out of this. I'm sure it will. It takes time. Didn't I say this before? I feel like I've said this to y'all before. Like, shit don't happen overnight. You well, know, when they, they play with these white people, they seem to be able to, you know, whatever. Right. The same way that I'm still looking at all those people who stormed the Capitol, like, where, where's the justice? Where's the punishment? This mofo went to jail and was talking about the meal options, and he don't want to eat that. And the judge signed off on letting him eat like whatever his specialized diet is. I mean, like Dylan Roof killed nine people in a church and they took this mofo to Burger King. Like they're able, they're able to take white people alive and treat them better than us. Like we could just be standing outside minding our own business, you know, doing whatever and we get shot. Like somebody explain it to me, make it make sense. I wish I could. Yes, it's not going to make sense because it's not meant to make sense. And that's the discrepancy that we see. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, moving right okay. along. Exactly. So, going back to something we were speaking about earlier, it seems like as millennials, like Black millennials at that, like we are trailing previous generations of Blacks, like our parents and grandparents, by 52%. Can y'all believe that? Tra- trailing can. them in what no trailing them in what so, generation and wealth and generational wealth really absolutely yeah yes. like we are seeing like millennials are seen as lazy and unprepared and we lack we lack an aspiration i don't think that's us on this call right no i but, i feel like, like as a whole that's an unfair assessment. I also feel like people aren't taking into consideration the number of things that we've had to 
adjust to and deal with. So inflation being one, because mm-hmm. um, I actually had this conversation with my cousin, I want to say maybe like a week or so ago. So it's kind of like comparing us to our parents' generation. There really is no comparison. Like the cost of college is ridiculous. So let's talk about that. Um, then also, you know, my parents, when they bought their house, I want to say their house might have cost maybe $80,000. So, you know, I'm paying more than three times that just for this place. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you can't, there's no real comparison. Like there's no way for us to have the same amount of wealth that they did because everything costs so much now. Sure. Well, I'm also, I don't know, this seems weird to me because even with those costs that you're talking about, should things have been adjusted, right? So if that 80,000 is like today's 300,000 technically, because they also weren't getting the salaries that we're currently getting. So it should, it should set. So I'm still trying to figure out how are we behind because we're now talking college funds and stuff for our kids, which all of us didn't necessarily have. So I guess I'm still trying to understand. The economy is shit. Yeah. Okay. So that's part of it. And then also, even though Black millennials are behind by 52%, millennials overall are behind by approximately 11%. And then also you all, you know, bring up a good point too. Like, I don't think that our parents had as much student loans as we did. Of course they didn't. So, right. So that's another thing as well. And it's just, so also I just wanted to share too, NPR actually highlighted on one of the, on a previous episode that the ratio of wealth for a typical white millennial family versus a typical Black millennial family is $88,000 to Mm $5,000. And there was also a new study that showed um, for Black males that they typically, well, let me back up. So when they were looking at the historical components between Black and white wealth and the inequality, they actually found that most white boys raised in wealthy families will stay rich or upper middle class as adults but black boys raised in similarly rich households will not. And, right, and then also uh, KB actually brought up a good point because this was also mentioned in the article because what people don't talk about when they talk about millennials is the challenges that we have faced during our lifespan, which includes recessions, insurmountable student loan debt, rising inequality, and a global pandemic. Thank you. You can't compare apples and oranges. I think we might need to all hit excuses. No, you can't compare (laughs) apples and oranges. You just, you just excuses. Hit it. You can't. You can't compare. No excuses. Hit it. (laughs) Sorry, I'm sorry. She's just like saying that, Shug. I'm not paying her no mind. Right, and we can't teach excuses no more. That's hazing. It is. Yes, we'll talk about that later. Right. (laughs) Exactly. I had the same reaction. Like they can't learn that no more. No, they cannot. Yeah, there's a way to compare this because there's an adjustment that can be done. I don't. I don't think you can not compare. I pissed one of your nails off one time by asking her to spit excuses to me. Ooh. Oh, you know know her name later. We gonna we gonna have to talk about that. Yeah, I'm gonna know who it was. (laughs) They probably deserved it. I'm with you. Exactly. 
And Suge talked about this earlier, but tonight starts the, the, is the season premiere of the final season of Pose. So I'm really sad about it. There's only seven episodes and I'm just like, the fuck. They could have gave us a full season, but I think. They could have given us 10 episodes. I think a lot of it has to do with the pandemic even with just shows taking so long to come back, because I've really been looking forward to Atlanta season three. And Donald Glover just came out with an interview and said that, you know, season three probably won't premiere until the top of 2022. Damn. Exactly. And it's been so long. Because they're not creative. Well, Well. no, I think... (laughs) I think it's just been so much, like, it's been really hard for, like, movies and, you know, the entertainment industry just because you have to make sure that everybody is safe and don't nobody want to get sued saying that, you know, they were working on this television show. That's real. That's real. That was something we could have said six months ago, you know, eight months ago. I think we have learned how to... I don't still move so. in a very safe way and people are doing shows they're they're staying in bubbles like there's different ways to figure this out right so let's just call them lazy and keep it moving i don't okay. think that people are lazy as should said i think there are definitely some legal ramifications because god forbid if somebody catches covid from somebody you put that in the contract though you put they that i mean but that's Listen, a part. That's a part of the problem. You also have they, people who they don't want to work. Yeah, they so want to eat. You also have people who don't want to work. Like I've seen signs on businesses where they're like, "We're closed due to not having employees." Well, you know why that is because people can't make a living wage. One and people make more or get more money on unemployment. On unemployment. On the work. Exactly. Because people can't make a living wage in some instances. But Shug, wait a second. Now you compare apples to oranges because we're talking about Hollywood and making goddamn TV shows and movies mm-hmm. and you brought up people making Well, I'm just wage. saying. Well, I'm saying if there are actors out there who aren't willing to go to work because they are afraid of um, possibly catching this shit, then what are we going to do? The same way I feel like this is... They, got a, damn, they got a damn vaccine. Go sit your ass down. <laughs> I feel but like you this can't is make us. people take the vaccine, though, Katie. Exactly. I had go a broke. conversation with parents about this the other day. Right. And a lot of people are scared to take this vaccine. Like, they are actually throwing out large amounts of vaccines because they're starting to expire because people aren't signing up for it the way that they thought that they would. So what do you do when majority of the population doesn't want to, um, to take the vaccine? Whether they're putting in more programs to try to help people, you know, get comfortable with the idea. They're still working on it. So I think that's something we're going to still see a lot more shows integrating in it to their their shows of talking about the vaccine. You see them integrating the idea of COVID and wearing masks, but you're going to start seeing them talk about vaccines in these shows, too. So they're probably going to try to pull as many tricks they can in order to get people comfortable. And I think with time, more people will get you know, more comfortable. I think they can slow down the making of those vaccinations to Shug's point so that they don't have to throw this stuff out. But I think that once people see that everybody is going to be doing okay, I was very shocked about how many people only got one dose because they heard about the second dose 
kind of giving you some side effects and i'm just like you missed the that whole freaking point the right. exactly exactly <laughs> oh my gosh like really it's so many people that have only gotten one dose which is why a one dose is so much more important but that's another story for another day so anyway but i think we um, should answer your question i think i think we're going to see more programs put into place to try to ease this last group or this two-thirds group because i think one third of the population in the u.s is vaccinated to try to get this other two-thirds on board right so it's gonna be interesting to see how the Biden administration makes that happen so my eyes will be peeled so one last thing did you all know that little Kim is writing a memoir and it's due to come out on November 2nd of this year what face she gonna put on oh shit oh (laughs) Oh, Jesus why are we like this that's a legit question though (laughs) <laughs> That's are we gonna walk question. through each of the surgeries and oh facial because you can't even do facial recognition for that one so what we gonna do i can't stand you i mean i'm a little kid i love little kill you know i just want to know what face we gonna put on them for this one speaking of little kim wasn't there supposed to be a little kim foxy brown versus or am i making that up didn't it get canceled i don't do they, know did they like each other they were cool at one point, but I think something happened and they fell out. Yeah, I don't think they made that. Oh, never mind. I'm thinking about Ashanti and um, who was she supposed to do it versus what? Keisha. Keisha Cole. Yeah, they got sick. She right? did. Oh, they did it. They did and it. It was sucked. Oh my but gosh, nobody it watched sucked. it. Yeah, nobody Uh-oh. watched it. I watched it. It sucked. <laughs> Ashanti can't really people. sing in real life. And then, anyway, Keisha had an attitude. She was an hour late. That's oh, all right. Yeah. The Shanti looked good though. She still looked good. I'll give her that. You see, she got her a white D. I I did see that, and I'm like, you know right. what? I'm not mad at it. And ex Keisha Cole can't sing. I don't care what you say. I rebuke that spirit of you right now. <laughs> well, so oh, one last thing. I know I said one last thing before. So I was watching. I was looking at Instagram this morning before church started, and. I watched a video that Eric Benet posted and he was just talking about like his album A Day in the Life and like saying how he really didn't listen to his own music like after he finished the project but he said this time he went back to listen to it and I was like I did love that fucking album I so love I went that back album. and listened to it this morning I was like it took me back to senior year in high school I was like this is great and I remember Georgie Porgy was my song yes I remember saying that Spend My Life was going to be the song that I wanted played at my wedding. Oh, it took me down memory lane. Interesting. Like, <laughs> that was an interesting story you wanted to break up. Right. I was like, oh, okay. But <laughs> I yeah, know, I know it was really random. I know it was really random, but I was like, oh, I should share this on the recording today when we do the oh, podcast. Yeah. But wait a second. Shug, that's the second time you be on my side. You were on my side and then you try to go left. And I don't really like that shit. No, I was just saying, what? how does this tie to what we were talking to? It call doesn't, a, but I just a, said I wanted to bring it up on the podcast. Call a thing okay, a thing, I'm beloved. With you, I'm with you. I'm with you. I love that album, too, but I thought it was going to tie back to what we were talking about. So. <laughs> no, okay. it's not. It's really random. And I said, well, I didn't say that. I just said one last thing. It was random. All right, um, I'm, I'm with you. You couldn't say that one last thing, but... <laughs> 
KB, I just want you to get some food. Is the food ready yet? <laughs> they said the food is ready. They talking about they blessed the food. I said, well, I'm still, I'm still out here. I'll be in there. Lord, look at the Lord. I want you to get a chicken wing. I want you to get a beef hot dog so you can get some sustenance. I want to lay on the people flow and just eat <laughs> no, the food. You, you a good one because I had three o'clock rolled around. It would have been like, you know what? I gotta run. I <laughs> gotta Wait, I'm gonna be gone. Listen, right. eggs they bless it for lunch and dinner. <laughs> Shoot. Mm-hmm. So listen, we we gonna be dropping this, you know, around our anniversary. I think y'all heard the car go back. But anyway, um, I just want to say happy two year anniversary to everyone who has supported us on this podcast, who's been on this podcast from. Even I start shout shout out to them, you know, DJ Soul Brother, all of them. Just, you know, shout out to everybody, you know, Jimmy to um X, uh, just everybody who's been around us. I mean, we about to hit two. And, you know, we we coming, we coming into this toddler stage. So we still doing our thing. That's it. That's all I want to say. Terrible. Thank y'all for joining us. This has been another episode of the Feminoir Files. Bye! Don't forget to listen, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts. Listen to us on SoundCloud, Spotify, and Google Play. Connect with us on social media at Feminoir Files on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Feminoir Files. Bye! Are you going to be okay? Like that's a real question. I just need somebody to bring me a piece of a piece of something. A piece of chicken, something. I know. That's why I'm asking if you're gonna be okay. If I go salad, then y'all know why I went salad because I might have. Because you passed out, girl. Listen, <laughs> I was about to say we can't have you passing out. I was about to say, where the hell is James? Oh God, stranger danger. Wait, I hear him, but I don't see him. Where is he? I'm gonna actually tell you, Aria, right now. Yo, just oh, no. need something ready. How you can see somebody there? Right, video? I can't see him. I had to change the settings. It is rude to pee on the phone. It is. We, we family. It's all right. <laughs> Everybody does it. I'm just. This is our anniversary episode, guys. Oh, it is our anniversary oh. episode. Let's get this party on the road before I fall the fuck out because I ain't had no food. Oh, Lord. So should this just be like a Hot Topics episode or y'all want to do like a, a full episode? I mean, but do we have enough for Hot Topics? Because I'm like, what you put on there, it was cute, but <laughs> the majority. Cute. That's some bullshit. I'm, I'm just saying. Like, you came with such the shade. Like, it's well, like that shade. It was shiny as hell. What you got on there, that's cute, but ain't enough to sustain a whole episode. I think we can still make it an episode. You know, we'll get to talk. Our executive producer on here. We got X on here. We can make it happen. Let's go. All right. And I'm home. Wait, Jimmy is not here, though. Jimmy is here. Wait, he was. He disappeared. Y'all see him on the screen? Jimmy is here in spirit. Get the part of I just take my mic in a second. Break a piece of shrimp and just put it on the lip of on my lip. <laughs> a piece of a piece of shrimp. What is that gonna do? No, she need a piece of chicken. You need to go go to McDonald's and get some fries or something. That's what I was about exactly. to say. Exactly. Like Before McDonald's you pass out and then pass the seat. Yeah, McDonald's. Anything. Right. Popeyes. Y'all got Popeyes in Philly? I'm sure. I don't need no Popeyes, but I, they, you know. I had Prosecco with bourbon earlier.
Oh, oh no, okay. bitch! You, really you, got to, you need some bread. Get some food. You yeah, need you some need bread. some bread. You should probably get a fish sandwich. Tell her to bring me out something. <laughs> How she gonna bring you out something if they don't got no food? Right. Oh, do they have Hawaiian rolls? A roll. I drink a lot of Gatorade and spirits. That part. You got some water? I got water in my car. Okay. All so right. you do need some sustenance. You, you doing it just like uh, college. And, and look, you just <laughs> yesterday. I'm up there with this little mixology class. I paid for it that next day like I was in school again. <laughs> uh-uh. See, I knew better. It was all white looking too. You know I'm playing with no white looking. That's how you know they're young. I don't do brown. Maybe they my crowd then. No, that's your crowd. I that's have you in a jailhouse? Yeah, I'm trying to move to brown liquor. I actually bought some brown, some dark rum today. Let's do brown tequila. That's my only drink. Brown tequila. Oh, but you know what? I was I was going to get a drink today at brunch that had mezcal in it, but they were out of the mezcal. So me and my friend were like, never mind. We're not going to have that. Now we got to find something else to drink. Okay. Are we ready? Have we started?